episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppy Head Productions. I am your host, Sean, Danny, in a week where nobody just gives a fuck. <laughs> well, if you, if you do give a fuck and show empathy, then you're woke. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> fucking woke business over here. Ugh. Dude, I am fucking ready for fall. I am... I'm over summer. I am over this fucking three weeks of fucking raining thunderstorms like every other day, just keeping it fucking more humid than an asshole in fucking Georgia. Take your pick of whatever fucking southern state. You know what? Now now I just, when people go, oh, it's not as bad as Georgia, I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot for living down there then. <laughs> Don't tell me it's worse. <laughs> yeah, I got cut on my finger. Oh, I got a stab wound. Yeah, that sounds terrible. That sounds like you're a fucking idiot for getting stabbed. <laughs> I saw somebody, uh, she did a thing on social media, and she was like, yeah, my ass is so swampy, I got gators moving in. <laughs> uh, see, at least that's funny. At least that's funny. <sighs> Dude, I can't... But yeah. I, I was going to say, I, I don't know if I'd rather have your thing or weather or mine because like the other day i woke up to go to work just to see what it was like outside what i was walking into mm -hmm. and it said uh extreme heat warning until saturday <laughs> at 8 p.m and i'm like oh so it's gonna cool down next week and then i looked scrolled down to see the 10-day forecast and it was like rate the temperature ranged from 102 to 105 for like the next 10 days it cooled down it cooled no, no, down. that was uh -oh. it was the same. It was all the same. It was like, how is this not? How is it extreme heat today, but not on Sunday? <laughs> and you know, like uh, when you uh, travel somewhere, you use your phone, like at least on iPhone. You know, you got the peasant version of phones. Whatever, man. Go fuck with, your, with your iPhone self. With your green bubbles ruining everybody's group text. I don't care. Good. Fuck my family chat and they're all their iPhones. <laughs> i just but want I was, to be I, one know, more pain in the ass in, a, in one more way exactly you're the, the rebellious <laughs> son in every way possible but no, uh, i'm not woke like them no but i uh <laughs> i was looking to how to get out there and it was like extreme heat warning if you go this path or this path and it's like yeah i know it's hot out there and then the same way back it was like nighttime and i was like the path you're taking is experiencing extreme heat wave warnings. And it's like, okay, I understood like when I was in North Dakota and they're like, Hey, just a, just a heads up. There's probably, you're going to probably run into some thunderstorms or, you know, bad weather. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But for, for it to be hot enough for your the directions to be like, no, no, you don't understand, dude. It's hot out there. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was going to, I put this on the list later, but I'm going to say it, bring it up now because yeah. we've already kind of brought up the subject a few times. So it would be awkward to bring it up again. Yeah. Or forced. Um, I saw somebody made a post on social media. It was a picture of like Dennis Rodman at a pride parade. Yeah. And you know, this fucking you know, one this guy, you know, the saying is uh he's got two brain cells and they're both fighting for third place. <laughs> um the type of guy that said that got confused why raging against the machine got political all of a sudden during <laughs> Trump's presidency. <laughs> Um, he was like, not, not Dennis Rodman, 
He's like one of the most alpha males of all time has gone woke. <laughs> and I told my wife, and she was like, did this guy not pay any attention at all to anything he did during his career? <laughs> like when he did his book signing tour and married himself and wearing a wedding dress? <laughs> <laughs> That's not like, woke, bro. Him. That's alpha male. Oh, I saw a video of a guy making fun of alpha males. It was pretty funny. Talking about, you know, the alpha male diet. <laughs> and he's like, I don't eat prey. He's like, don't put any prey on the plate in front of me. He's like, I only eat predators. And what's the most apex predator? Spiders. Spiders? <laughs> he's like, I only eat spiders. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to listen to that the beta FDA and their, you know, healthy mixed diet spiders is what you want to eat if you're a true alpha male because <laughs> there was this guy definitely calling him out there was a guy who uh claimed that he was all natural super muscular dude yeah and one of the, he claimed that he ate like basically just like raw livers from animals like he'd hunt the animal and eat their livers raw that's nasty bro and everyone everyone was like no nah, dude this guy's fucking juicing this guy is fucking juicing. Like, look at he's got his build, is it like the way he is, like this part of his body looking like this, that's fucking juice. And sure enough, he's like, Oh yeah, I was he came out and admitted, Yeah, I'm just taking steroids. <laughs> there goes my hero. Watch him as he lies and makes a apology video on YouTube that's really cringy and nobody cares about and is forgotten in in the last in the next three months. You mean the apology video where they apologize for you being offended, not for what they said? <laughs> I'm sorry that you were offended by the words I said. Dude, I have... Dude, all my farm chores, this is like the most tan I've ever been. My legs are not even fucking white, Danny. Like, I like I can't believe it. Like, when I wear shorts, like it's not like death white anymore from my just constant pant wearing. Yeah, my uh, I got my... Uh perma sock back on even more from this week <laughs> when you go out there do you just feel like you're at mcdonald's under the heat lamp like i'm waiting for order 266 to come pick me up so i can get out get away from this heat lamp is your building climate controlled at all fuck no man oh, fuck no, no. Okay. i know because there are some buildings that have like some oh, semblance yeah. of climate control no, 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 no. I work for that part of the business that was, like, purchased by, like, really cheap assholes that didn't give a fuck about warehousing. Yeah, so when I go in the morning and it's, like, you know, 72 degrees outside and you just take, like, three steps inside and it's so hot that, you know, you can't breathe anymore for a few minutes so you get acclimated to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, I was cold in my car. I'm, I, like, walk into the warehouse. I'm like, hmm, I'm warm. I feel like I'm warming up. <laughs> it's just it's like walking into soup dude it sucks yes i don't um, know which is worse oh. just like being outside when it's overcast and there's no sun but you're fucking sweating from the humidity or just living your life under the uh heat lamp at mcdonald's like <sighs> i don't <laughs> they both just suck man God, there's nothing good that goes on there yes <laughs> So I, I thought of something the other day. I was just randomly, you know, bored at work. Mm -hmm. And I decided 
a question for you, Sean. Uh, let's play a game. No, let's not play a game. It's a little, a little, little game the kids like to call "fuck, Mary kill." <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I, let's let's get this weird. You got you got to fuck you got to fuck one. You got to kill one. And by fuck, I don't necessarily mean fuck. I'm gonna change it to, um, you can only. It's like you can only drink this. You can drink it one time, and then never again. Or you can never drink it again. And these are California beers. Ohio beers or Jersey beers. <laughs> so which one can I drink one time? Which one can I drink? That's the kid. That's all the, the time. Mary. And then I one I will never drink again. Kill. Yes. Oh, I, 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 I. Fuck, man. That's tough. I feel like I am not supportive of Ohio enough, but like my favorite brewery <laughs> is in Ohio. I know. <laughs> and California is just, I'm so detached now. Like it doesn't like bother me one way or another on that one. Uh, but if I don't drink Jersey beers, I'm like, I'm, I'll never go to a brewery again. <laughs> I'm going to be stuck in a place where I never could go to a brewery. I just have to go to a bar. Well, I was just thinking, you know, I'll give you I'll give you the the geography doesn't matter where you live necessarily. Like okay, got you. You have access to all three at all the times. Got you. In 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 Fantasyland of my question. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Um I'm going to marry Ohio. For, to keep my urban in my life, <laughs> so I gotta keep I gotta keep urban in my life. Um, I just don't feel like I'm. I I hate to say it, and I'm gonna be a betrayer probably, but I think I'm gonna have to kill off California, because like stones stones a little bit overrated now. Like I'm just trying to think of I can't think of anything that I would really want out of California now. Well, like you said, you haven't been out here, so you haven't been to like Radiant, you haven't been to everywhere, you've only been yeah. to Smores, like, like yeah, like twice. Yeah, like that one's good, bottle logic is good, but like it's like like for me, urban is like like I buy a hundred dollars worth of urban anytime I drive to Ohio. Like every time. Like I have, I don't have any commitment to any other brewery, so that's why I have to marry that one. Um, so I guess I'm dating Jersey. We'll have one. Right. We'll have one last night together before we break it off. <laughs> <laughs> Hit up. Uh, hopefully, uh, they have that one aquarium brewery that you really love, and then you can have that one last time. Oh my god! I almost want to go to the aquarium. I think I'm gonna take my mom to the aquarium just so I can go try to have that beer. <laughs> You're welcome for the reminder. <laughs> See, I can be I can be helpful. You can be helpful at times. Uh, Sometimes. My heart rests in the Buckeye State. Bow, bow, bow. Vote no one on Proposition 1 in August. So, if you're uh, in Ohio and following the Ohio drama. Is that an actual proposition? Are you giving your political stance on Prop 1? 
Yes, I'm giving my official stance on Prop 1 that is happening in August. In Ohio. Yes. So basically, Prop 1 is going to remove majority rules on future laws. So basically, um, you have the state has to vote 60% yes to change the law if this is voted, if it's voted, uh, if you vote yes. So this is all a scheme to from the Republican Party to sh to make it harder to pass the abortion laws coming in November. There's only one thing to vote on in August. And it is this prop one. And you tell me oh. that politics aren't corrupted. I'll be like, look at this shit. <laughs> well, you mean like how Florida is a uh, pass a law now where they are going to rewrite all of their uh, history textbooks to say that slavery was good for black people because they don't want the kids to have their white kids to have their feelings hurt <laughs> about the bad things that white people did to slaves in the past. <laughs> you know, the fact the facts don't care about your, their feelings party. Yes. Yes. And who's the snowflake? <laughs> you know, every study they've done in the last handful of years has shown that um, not only are baby boomers like the biggest snowflakes, but they're also the most easily triggered and most selfish. Yes. people yes they need to which get is it. why like get rid of them all the, out of politics out of them they're gone in the 80s in the 80s they were their parents and grand like my grandparents and my great-grandparents so their parents and grandparents called them the me generation <laughs> before we called them boomers <laughs> my favorite example of the vote no is is a buckeye or it's like a ohio state score 40 uh 59 michigan 41 michigan wins <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my favorite example right now of uh, no on one <laughs> there's some other things that go into it but we don't need to draw the we don't need to uh ruin the show with uh ohio politics i mean we, we just covered the whole election yeah, we. I mean, it was only one thing, so. <laughs> so vote yes on one. Vote yes on one. No, vote no on one, you bastard. Oh, you said vote yes on one. No, no, you vote no. I said no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. no, you said yes. No, vote no. No, no, vote no. no on one. Okay. No, 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 no. on one. If you're in Ohio, okay. vote no, no on one. one. It's not about abortion. It's about the fucking law. You're gonna give. Right. You're gonna give all the power right. to the minority. So, uh, what are you sipping on over there, Sean? I'm sipping on a drink that I found on Instagram from one of my favorite uh, uh, video channels, uh, Bruzel. So if you're not following him on Instagram, you should definitely check it out. B-Bru-Z-L-E. So he does a lot of different uh, bourbon tastings and different concoct drinks and stuff. He's super entertaining. Um, I really enjoy watching him. Um, so this is... That I'm almost done with, um, because I drink these so fucking fast, is, and I'll ask you, I'll ask you the same question. Have you had American honey yet? Oh, the Jack Daniels? No, wild turkey. Oh, no, I'm not. Super good. I've, maybe? I think maybe? I've had one of maybe? them. I don't know. Actually, I had one of them. I just don't know which one I've had. Got you. So, yeah, so American, uh, American honey is made from uh, wild turkey. So it's their it they call it like a like a honey bourbon liqueur or honey liqueur, but it's basically um, bourbon uh, with honey 
basically. And it's really good. It's really sweet. It's got a good burn. But this is a, uh, this has bitters, American honey, and cranberry in it. It's super good. So you do two ounces of cranberry. It, it says you're supposed to do like two ounces of honey, but I add uh, a little bit more to it, American honey. I add a little bit more to it because I want a little bit more uh, bourbon forward, a little bit spirit forward. And some bitters, you stir it up and you drop your nice ice cube in it and then you chug away. And it just takes you like five minutes to drink it. Like, it's almost like a shot. You're just like, it's so good. Mm. So it's not my, it's not my favorite drink, but it is a good drink. And my favorite thing about it, Danny, it doesn't take any fucking time to make. You're just like, boop, boop, stir, ice, drink. Like, there's no muddling, no fancy, like, open up 10 different bottles to get it, to get a, to make the concoction. So it's a very quick drink to make, which is also nice. No shaking. No shaking. Shake it. Don't shake it more than three times, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, um... This Discord page I'm in for another uh, podcast. I'll, they haven't released an episode for a while. The Four Brewers. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys is posting about how he's getting into cocktails, and uh, he came across this recipe to make like fruit juice, basic lime juice mm-hmm. that's shelf stable. Nice. And basically, it's like um, I'll send you the recipe if you want it directly. But um, it's basically like lime peels. Yeah. And like then in the thing you let like the couple things soak for a while and then you got to put it in like an immersion blender with water and mix all that up and then you got to double strain it and you get like like a couple weeks worth of shelf stable lime juice so it's fresh versus having to buy like the either buy limes all the time or uh buy uh the fake shit yeah no i just do i just do fresh limes and lemons and stuff in my drinks that just seems like a lot of work yeah that's why i said this one's a good one because you don't have to worry yeah, I I've literally I came home yesterday and I was just like, "Fuck this shit!" I was like, half shot of American honey. <laughs> I was like, "I'll take this." <laughs> I do have another drink to make. I made some lemonade, um, so I haven't tried it yet. So I'll probably have another mixed drink next week, hopefully. hopefully. That's that's the problem with some good mixed drinks, especially at bars, because they're so expensive. But if they're delicious, you just want to suck them down, and you, next thing you know, you're like ninety to two hundred dollars, over hundred dollars in like mixed drinks alone. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a bourbon, there's a uh, was that Elijah Elijah Wood? That is that the distillery? Craig, 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 Craig. I can't remember. Yeah, Elijah, I think, yeah, Elijah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Elijah yeah. Wood is um, <laughs> the actor that people get confused with uh, Daniel uh, Radcliffe. I know. And, and Lord of the Rings. Oh, I took a picture on my work phone. I forgot. That's why. That's why I can't find it. It's on the wrong phone. <laughs> yeah, they have a barrel-proof bourbon for that is a my friend said is actually a good price, and he said it's he said it's super smooth, but you know it's only like you know a hundred. 129 proof we'll fucking see how smooth this shit is <laughs> right you know i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about you know said they had a friend that only buys like high proofed bourbons yeah because you could always take add water or other ingredients to proof it down but you can't do anything to proof it up that makes sense i don't know man oh. i have one bourbon that's like 99 proof and it's 
it's rough in mixed drinks though so i was like i don't i don't know how much i don't know how true that is <laughs> yeah that one's that one i want to get through i'm ready i'm like almost out of one bourbon so that's why i'm like i'm gonna buy it so now i have another one to drink you gotta keep that bourbon cycle going yeah i need to start getting drunk more often That's so. It's one way to do it. <laughs> oh, what are you drinking? I saw you pop a can. It did, I was hoping the sound would show up, but I don't think it did because the little green square around my my ugly mug didn't light up. I didn't hear it, but I saw a bunch of foam on your uh, lip and whatnot. Yeah, it was a little, so. a little, a little foamy, but not too bad. <laughs> so, this is from um, let's see, is this one Idaho beer? I know I got it from the dude that a friend that lives in Idaho. Yep. Boise, Idaho. This is Lost Grove Brewing. It is a Golden Session Ale, five percent Teddy Bear Picnic. I don't know if you remember uh, the song from childhood talking about the teddy bears having a picnic. I don't remember the whole song. The only thing I know for remember for sure is just the chorus is like, "So that's the way the teddy bears have their picnic," and yeah. like the song is like basically just going through like, you know, it's probably like. The way the song is written, it's probably like the mom uh, gets the kids ready and makes this makes the lunch and packs the picnic basket and puts the kids in the car and then the dad just fucking like wakes up and throws some fucking shorts and a t-shirt on and <laughs> gets in the car and drives them there. Come on, kids, let's go. Let's make a pit stop, Daddy. Your what's goddamn it? mom. What's in the What's in the brown bag? None of your fucking business. It's make daddy happy juice to make me put up with your bullshit at this fucking outdoor picnic that I don't want to be at. <laughs> it's too goddamn hot and there's too many bugs. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, dude, this is a super easy drink, and I'm do I'm following the the Sean Root of the No Glass Mafia. Hell's yeah, fuck them dishes. You don't need to do dishes. Oh, I went to a La Bodega this week, talking to uh, Kim, the beer purchaser there. Yes. yes. And um, and the reason I went there is because in hoping hoping for next week's podcast, I'll have my review. But they had accidentally gotten um uh, somebody else's Pepsi order delivered to them. <laughs> you know, uh, what might be a national pizza chain that has a exclusive Pepsi variant only available at their restaurants. Hey oh, that is also at, was also at La Bodega, so I stopped there. And I was telling her about the beers that I bought Fourth uh, of July because she wasn't there when I bought them, and one of the beers that she brought had had like the shaker pint, the old school pint glass with the branding on it. Yeah. And she like we we're talking, and she kind of was walking over, and I thought she was just gonna do some work stuff, and she grabbed one, and she handed it to me. She's like, "Here you go," and I'm like, "Oh, no." <laughs> I'm like, "Thank you, but no, 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 Mrs. Kim, no, no, I'm like, no, 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 I can't, I." I have too many glasses. I have to get rid of the ones I have. I have to start breaking them or something. <laughs> so like, be like Thor in the first movie, just drink a beer and slam it on the ground. Another! <laughs> do they uh, do they post stuff on their Instagram and whatnot? For like what they Lobble brought Liga? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I checked out like the liquor store I always go to. They don't post anything, man. Yeah. I gotta find something. I wanna. I wanna just keep it. Do they put? Do they put just beer, or do they put uh, some of their special bottle stuff so that they get? Mo mostly just beer, because Kim is the beer buyer and she's also the social media uh, handler. Gotcha. 
but if they get like some specialty bottles in or stuff that's like hyped or whatever that still post that but generally mm. uh, regular stuff no it's always beer for the not always but probably 75 percent 70 75 percent beer <laughs> but speaking of dude this thing is pretty good yes it is living up to its name as a session ale uh let's see kids need a favorite teddy bear you need a favorite everyday beer like a beautiful picnic in the park on a sunny afternoon our teddy bear picnic golden ale is bright light and refreshing with strong notes of tangerine and grapefruit this delicious brew is a wholesome and cheerful all-day drinking buddy from Los love losco's grove brewing <laughs> i mean I, I don't know if i necessarily get see grapefruit and tangerine but i do get now that they mention it there is like a bright brightness to it mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah that i guess could be attributed to like that tangerine yeah you know whatever hops they used now that are all fancy super uh, fancy beers taste like taste like fruit without adding any uh actual fruit <laughs> <laughs> power of magic uh, exactly science the power of science and fermentation <laughs> so um, you went on a little field trip um yes yeah, so there's a uh so there's another brewery by the new horse barn um so we decided to check it out uh, this past weekend. So it's a uh, it's a little it's smaller than uh, Bone Saw, but it is called Neck of the Woods Brewing. Um, the, you go, you basically get to the parking lot, and you drive around the whole building and go to the back parking lot, and that's where the entrance is. Um, it's a small, it's a small brewery, uh, but they have like. I think they had like 25, uh, 15 beers on tap. So they had quite a bit, uh, man, dude, they had one of the, they had a really just good IPA. Like it was a, like, it was just one of those easy drinking, more citrusy than, you know, piney. It was just easy to drink. Um, I had, what else did I had? I had another beer too. It was it was pretty good. I don't even remember because I I loved that IPA so much. I ended, I ended up trying the variant of that IPA, um, and it was uh also pretty good. They they had a they had a couple different like stouts and stuff. The my uh, my girlfriend got the stout. I tried that was pretty good. Even though like I don't live in Florida, so it's not always stout season. Um, it's it's always stout season. Oh that. That reminds me real quick. I haven't officially announced it yet, so I guess I'm going to now. Um, it's going to be Staugest for me. I'm doing another month of stouts because I got to clean out my fridge. <laughs> All of August. Staugest. Stouts. Staugest. Oh, boy. Get ready, everybody. Stout. <laughs> Stout. <laughs> um, no, they... Uh, they had a couple snacks. They have some really cool shirt designs and stuff. I really like it. There's def um I def there's one hat there's the um there's one shirt that just has the like a logo on it that doesn't have like it the like neck of the woods like anything and it's really fucking cool. So um I definitely might pick that up. My my uh, girlfriend wants the uh the pullover jacket because that one's also pretty cool. But 
I never wear a jacket, so I don't need that shit. Um, definitely, and that so like between these two breweries, and they're not even that far from each other too. They're like two miles away from each other, so it's easy to go to both of them in one trip. Or you know, on a Saturday night, you know, after you take care of the horses, maybe you just need to go get a beer. So definitely uh, makes it easy. We've been looking for different restaurants in that area, so we've been picking up food and taking it to the restaurant and like eating and uh having a beer because that's like the new fun thing i like to do just take good food to a good brewery well that's that's how i bribe my wife to go to the breweries i have to either feed her there or feed her before <laughs> right i think i uh when my dad was out here uh we went to uh we went to we went to a restaurant and i picked up a bunch of food and i brought like plastic plates and and uh silverware and napkins with us like in a like a in a shopping bag with us so we were like went to double nickel it was like all right everybody order your beers and then i was just like laid out like a dinner plate like uh he was like here's some empanadas <laughs> and whatnot so definitely definitely good definitely good nice yeah yeah oh man so uh this last friday i went to go see another variation band of les claypools yes this time his uh flying frog brigade or his a uh, fearless flying frog, frog brigade this time as he called it before <laughs> it was colonel claypool's frog brigade or flying frog brigade <laughs> and so like the last time i saw them this time they basically put the, he put the old band back together to uh do live performances of an entire album of different band so this time you know he played they had an opening band it was pretty cool it was kind of jam bandy um with some reverby stuff going on a little sci-fi jam band um but then when they came on they played for about two and a half hours so they played a bunch of songs no real primus songs a lot of his other bands like mm -hmm. the sausage and the holy mackerel um <laughs> and then they did the entirety of pink floyd's animals live oh nice um and then they did a king crimson cover that he does a lot when he has the right uh, ensemble with him it's like a 12 13 minute long song um you know all the songs were super jammed out and but i was as i was watching it at first i was kind of thinking i'm like he didn't have larry the his normal primus guitarist with him yeah. he said he had sean lennon mm -hmm. um of john lennon and yoko ono oh wow um he uh who looks and sounds exactly like his dad it's pretty crazy like mid to late beatles with the beard and all that when they were full and they're like india hippie modes <laughs> the, with the long ass beard and stuff dude he looks exactly and sounds like his dad so but i was like why does he have sean lennon and not lair and then basically once they started doing the pink floyd stuff sean lennon sang almost every song oh wow for the most part and i'm like okay that makes that's why that's why because lair lair lawn doesn't sing <laughs> or if he does like it's like backup parts yeah. And his, his mic is like all the way down pretty much so you could barely hear him <laughs> um it was a really fun show um they announced they're doing a second leg in the fall nice you gonna go i'm i well this time they're gonna not have an opening band so it's gonna be all less claypool songs so it's, yeah. it's a night i'm gonna call it a night with the frog brigade nice <laughs> 
Um, I'm already like too financially invested in this tour. Like I was the last time I've only seen, I went to one show, but I got like three posters for it for different art, for different venues. <laughs> I have four. Cause nice. I bought one from the artist. He like put his artist variants online. Uh-huh. And then um, there was one that looked really cool that they put on the Primus website and then a different variation and they sold it to the show. And then at the show they had like three previous shows mm-hmm. and then the one for that night. So I bought two more that night. Damn. Yeah. I got a, I got a problem. Yeah, you do, but bro. It's problem, I, guess. I just need, I think I need to get like a portfolio book. Instead <laughs> of like, I don't think I have enough wall space. Poster size. Yes. 18 by 24. <laughs> But yeah, man, like if, if you look around, I don't know where they're all doing their tour, but if you're in an area where they're going in the fall, dude, it's an awesome show. Whether or not you're into like Pink Floyd, like he has, Bill's setup was him on bass, mm-hmm. um, Captain Shiner, as he calls him for the tour, <laughs> um, aka Sean Lennon on guitar. And then they had a keyboardist, a xylophone percussionist, and a drummer. Oh, wow. They're supposed to have a, a saxophonist, uh, Skerrick, the guy that usually goes with him as a saxophonist um but he uh had to have surgery right before the show kicked before kicked off and so he's in recovery so they're hoping he'll be back in the fall okay so just for the fact that you know they'll add the saxophonist to add some new uh jamming out sessions (laughs) definitely be worth going again but but also it's in riverside so it's not that far it's true (laughs) it's it's the um but it'll be that the thursday after that the week we come back from vegas Oh jeez! <laughs> so if I do buy tickets, I'll have three ticket, three concerts the week before we go to Vegas. Go to Vegas, come back the next day. Have a come back, have a concert, have another concert. We're never, we're not gonna be able to do anything, <laughs> right? I'm ditching your ass. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, I don't know if we can do the Vegas thing, man. Like I already got like, because I didn't realize when the tour was when the i mean when the monday night football game was and i'd yeah. already bought tickets to the other shows before they announced the dates yeah definitely so eh. it's all good. we'll figure it out i guess so i was a uh, browsing instagram today and one of the base one of the instagram accounts i follow basis against racists mm-hmm. posted that they were cutting all ties with some dude and i'm like that name sounds familiar and I was uh, I was looking it up, and it's the the lead singer of the band, Anti Flag. Yeah. Apparently, some there's a podcast. Um, where they talk to people who are like, like enough, is the name of the podcast. Yeah. And it's basically you know people talking about like, their accounts of like you know, being assaulted, and stuff like that, and they're just like, yeah, we're not taking that shit. We're not going to take it anymore. It's like the whole rap magnet thing. Yeah. But in podcast form. Um. And she didn't name him necessarily, but gave enough like clues where people were pretty quick to figure it out that the lead singer of Anti Flag like pretty much like sexually assaulted her and fucking like basically tortured her after a show they d- kind of did together. Like she sang as like a backing vocalist. Yeah. Um, and I gotta assume it's uh, a legit and pretty serious accusation. Yeah. Because it wasn't a thing like the band released a statement and said we're looking into it or um, this isn't true or anything like that. Um, 
yeah, they just broke up and deleted all of their social media and took down their website. Oh, anti-flag did? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Like, they went scorched earth. Like, they don't exist anymore. Oh, my God. Or ever before. Jeez. So it's like, okay, she's probably... Uh, On to something. <laughs> she, she's probably telling the truth, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So... I mean, they were a good band. I saw them a couple times. You know, they're like a hardcore leftist band. A lot of like pro-union, pro-worker, anti-government songs. Like they have one song where it's kind of like people like, like kind of people joke asking questions. I'm sure, I guess they had been asked before. And one of them was like, anti-flag? You're not talking the American flag, are you? Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no more anti-flag. Damn. I was like I said, man. It wasn't even like, uh, we're gonna look into it, or we're we, you know, deeply regret his actions. We kicked him out of the band, and we're gonna figure out. We'll figure out what to do in the future. You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Nope. We're just like, yeah, that's it. We're done. Fuck that guy. GG, everybody. GG. I can't remember the name of the metal band, but there was a band, and they stopped touring for a while because their lead singer was in jail because he tried to hire a hitman to kill his wife. Fuck. <laughs> and when he got out of jail, um, they were like, "Oh no, it's good. He served his time. We're gonna um go ahead and like start recording new music and uh, go on tour again." <laughs> <laughs> so, I finally got around to watching the Key and Peele movie, Keanu. 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 <laughs> um. At first, I thought it was kind of going to be like a John Wick, um, complete, just straight John Wick parody. Yeah. Because it's like the the, the like the trailer and any of the like uh, imagery associated with the movie is the two of them and a little kitten. Quite possibly one of the most adorable kittens ever, but still a kitten. <laughs> and so, and it kind of is. So basically, the movie opens up and. You know, it's at a, like a place they're making drugs, and these two guys come in and just start killing everybody, and the cat runs off. And they show him running through L.A., and he ends up at this dude's, the dude's house, who's like heartbroken because his girlfriend broke up with him. And now he has a reason to live, so he's like picking up the cat and doing like movie pictures. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like Wizard of Oz and, you know, just like different – putting different costumes on the cat and yeah. poses and stuff. <laughs> and so – He's out with his buddy who's married and stuff, and they're kind of having a guy's night. And he comes home, and his front door's open, and his house was, like, ransacked, and the cat's gone. And he goes across the street to hit up his, like, drug dealer, figure out what happened. And uh, apparently uh, somebody was – there, like, it was supposed to be his house they broke into, but they broke – so they broke into the wrong house, not the drug dealers, and they took the cat and so he he uh, told them who it was, and so they go down to where they are. It's a strip club, and uh, of course the cat's there. And so the guy's like, assumes that they're the two guys that did the slaughter at the drug uh, place, and they're so they got to act like they're tough and stuff to get the cat back. Yeah, you got to help like, and so you know hilarity ensues. You know they kind of do their little Key and Peel skit where like, you know the all the double talking and the acting tough than they tougher than they really are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're a fan of Key and Peele, this movie is right up your alley. And if you're not, then 
uh, don't watch. I don't it. know if I need that kind of negative. I don't know. Well, no, I was gonna say don't, don't talk to us because we don't need that kind of negativity in your our lives. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> um, it does start off a little slow, but it, once it picks up and gets into like the comedy, like there's a part where you know they go inside to sell drugs to somebody, and it's Anna Ferris and a couple <laughs> people, and so one of them goes inside, and the other one's out in the car with a couple other guys on lookout, and they get he gets them into a George Michael. <laughs> trying to sell these you know gang members on george michael <laughs> in a minivan oh jeez. <laughs> you know stuff like that um but yeah it's it was pretty good i i liked it and then i got around to the other one i watched is uh elizabeth banks directed cocaine bear oh cocaine bear so had you did you hear this about the story what what happened in real life? No, I don't think so. Maybe. So basically, the real life story of this is the you know they found the bear mm -hmm. like literally right next to some cocaine that he had like uh, ingested and died of a heart attack within like minutes or so like of ingesting the cocaine. Yeah. And people you know were joking. It's like for a few minutes that was like the most apex predator on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> like a black bear is an apex predator and on cocaine. <laughs> um and so a lot of people are complaining about this movie that that they uh focus too much on the people and not the bear yeah and it's like well what did you want them to do like to focus on the bear just put like the videos where people like strap a gopro to their cat's collar and let their cat roam the neighborhood to see what their cat gets into yeah right do they want like 90 minutes of just that <laughs> and so you know the story is like the guy's jumping out of the plane because it breaks down and stuff and he ends up like Hitting his head. Oh, because I think they found him dead in real life. I think that's one of the things too. They yeah. found the, the, the um, and so he like, as he's like dumping, bailing the cocaine out where he's supposed to, and then he, uh, as he's jumping out of the plane, he hits his head and knocks himself unconscious and just basically plummets to his death. Jeez. And so there's like a couple little side stories going on. There's like this couple, they're like getting, they're getting married, and they're kind of talking about their wedding plans and stuff, and. They see the, you know, they see the bear like fresh off its uh, first rip of cocaine, <laughs> and uh, you know the the fiance is like the first victim, and then, you know, they go to this uh, house where it's like a single mom with her daughter, and the daughter wants to go like they're supposed to go paint this waterfall up in this national park, and the mom's like, no, we're gonna go. My boyfriend's in a band, and we're gonna go. He's gonna play in this, you know, in Nashville this weekend. Let's go watch them play. We're gonna go watch them play. It'll be fun. And so she convinces her friend to do school so the two of them go paint the waterfall yeah and then there's like the story of like a um like the forest ranger that's up there mm -hmm. this old bitter lady and these other kids that are basically teenagers or whatever that are like uh the rejects that just hang out and cause problems there <laughs> and then they have um willem to yeah willem defoe not willem defoe um i can't think of his name but the actor that he, like, that's where they got the name was the, the drug dealer Mm -hmm. um he was in like goodfellows well, i can't think of his name but um he uh he sends um a couple his son and one of his drug dealers who's played by uh, ice cube's son <laughs> um to go get the cocaine and stuff and so they all kind of intermingle up in the forest while dealing with the bear um and then they all get like attacked and shit it's to like... various degrees yes yeah. Is it more like comedy or is it supposed to be like terrible, like horror movie? 
it's like a comedy horror movie, kind of like Sharknado, along the lines of like Sharknado or the Piranha movie, or even um, like, yeah, it's one of those. It's like, you know, the, the attacks are pretty gruesome, but there's a lot of like pretty funny out loud lines. Ray Liotta. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot funnier than I thought it would be. And, you know, again, like I said, the big people complaining about it was like, oh, no, there's not enough bear. <laughs> Bear. <laughs> and then they make you feel sympathy for the bear because at the end, like they find it, like the girl when she ran away to escape the bear, she ran to its den without realizing it, and uh, she has like two little cubs. But they also like spoil. It's like, get her off of me! Like she like passes out on top of like the drug dealer's son, and yeah. he's like, get her off of me! Another guy is like, how do you know it's a her? And it's like, because her vagina is right next to my ear. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> so uh you sent me an anime that you had uh finished watching. Yeah, that so I started watching. You started watching it. Yeah, so I finished this one. This is another anime from the uh spring season that ended. Um let's see. It's uh the Aristocrats uh Otherworldly adventure serving gods who go too far. Another, um, you know, just more. Uh, it's a K trash? Yes, basically. Um, it does have some funny parts in it, but basically, I don't even remember how he even gets to the other world. Um, he uh, he uh, was going to buy some snacks because he's like lives alone and he's like, I'm hungry, so I'm going to go to the convenience store. And yeah. as he's walking up, People are running out. Oh, that's right. And the guy comes out with a knife, and there's like two like young schoolgirls, probably like elementary schoolish age, <laughs> low, early elementary schoolish age, and they're like frozen. And she, he's like, run, run, and they just sitting there. And then the guy starts charging him, and he's like, I gotta, I gotta fucking man up and save these girls. Yep. And then, and then you know when he dies, and you know, for a second there, I'm like, are they? I'm like, oh, please don't do that scene where the gods are like there's a god that's like uh i'm sorry you weren't supposed to die yeah. so and then immediately after that scene pops up and they explain that basically his his interference was unnecessary because if he had to have interfered the guy was just gonna fucking trip over his own feet and be tackled by the crowd and yes <laughs> the girls would have, were not in danger anyways <laughs> yes so he ends up getting reborn, you know, he's in a rich family, but the uh, the nine or ten gods all give them special blessing, so he ends up way overpowered and having the ability to do a bunch of stuff. Um, he's like the youngest son, so he's like, I'm gonna go be an adventurer and whatnot, but he's always like over too powered, and he ends up like accidentally saving the king's daughter, and it just like, just like silly sharing shit. a bed with her yeah yeah and so just a bunch of random silly shit just starts happening and then he's like he's forced to like marry the king's daughter and he joins like like he joins the adventurous guild and like um he like he goes from like d rank to a rank like overnight for doing all this crazy shit <laughs> and whatnot right, like um because like the way it's set up is like you know, you hit it a certain age and you go and you get your blessing by a god. Yep. You go and pray and get baptized at five, basically. Yep. And you get a blessing by a god. And so 
whichever god blesses you gives you a skill from like one to five. And you know, even when he's getting his like his uh blessing, like like the statues of the gods all light up, and he's like talking to them. And so they all give him like a blessing of ten, not even a five, just a ten. Like, like, <laughs> like they're not subtle about it. Like, ten, motherfucking ten. Like if I didn't know better, I would like just like some of the stuff. I'm like, is this kind of like how One Punch Man is making fun of like, kind of making fun of anime? Is this also making fun of like the Isekai god <laughs> anime trope? <laughs> yeah not not really um they finally kind of reveal the and the the villain like halfway through and then you kind of start to they start dealing with him like in like the last three episodes um yeah but, i haven't made it that far then yeah, i just did I the last yeah. episode i watched was his um his party at the mansion where the 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 one dude was being a douchebag and then he brought the king over while the guy yeah. was being a douchebag, so, yes. so we could catch him being a douchebag. Yes. <laughs> There's all sorts of silly, stupid shit like that. It's not, It's definitely probably like a 7 out of 10, I would say, overall. Um, it's easy to watch, easy to get through. It's not um, It's not boring. Obviously, main, main character is way too overpowered, but they do make fun of him for being like overpowered and stuff like that. And it's just like... Only him, like you know, so like they do. But a lot he's of also like, like uh, um, the one you know direction they went with him that I kind of liked was they gave him the the naive, innocent, overpowered guy as opposed to like the creepy pervert and you know because he was a high school student and yeah. so usually when that stuff happens, like his when they, when his teacher showed up and like he falls and like lands in her boobs. Yeah, I was expecting the the creepy teenage like, oh boobs, boobs like um. Yeah. Time the, to make biscuits the one where the on unemployed the guy on boobs. <laughs> yeah, the unemployed one where the guy was like the unemployed and goes yeah. to the other world and he was like basically just trying to stick his dick in whatever. Yeah. I think season two of that one is out this season. It's actually pretty good. I've liked yeah. I like both episodes so far of season two. You know what I didn't realize out of season two until yesterday? What? And the it's like last season, because it's already finished, is yeah. um my uh life as a villainous. Oh really? Yeah, I don't remember, I remember seeing that one. Is I, it the one where she like like gets stuck in the video game world? Yeah, I didn't really. I couldn't get into season one, but I just don't remember season oh. two. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't know the season there. two had come out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's done. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to watch that now. Yeah. I like that first season. I thought the cosplay show was supposed to start the season two. The uh the romcom with the yeah. girl that cosplays. I thought that was the yeah. season. I thought I remember seeing it on Crunchyroll for the season, but no episodes have updated. No, I know Crunchy. I know Jujutsu Kaisen is on episode three. Yeah, I get. See, I haven't even started that one too, and then I still haven't watched Demon Slayer from last season. But I heard I that shit Demon was uh, mid. So it, any season. Yeah, it's kind of demotivated me a little bit, but there seems to be some funny memes going around after like the. So I'm like, fuck! Now I want to watch it because I want to get, I want to understand the meme. You don't, you don't want to have to go to the Peter, please explain the joke subreddit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you can just easily Google something instead yeah. of asking Reddit. Exactly. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but like, um, you know, watching the Aristocats, otherworldly gods, overpowered me. Mm -hmm. Show, you know, like you said, a seven out of ten, like. I was definitely like, ooh, what's happening next? But 
it it wasn't like like there's it wasn't like a deeper connection but usually like there seems to be like one anime every season mm-hmm. where I'm just like like not just like involved but like emotionally invested to an extent yes <laughs> like um um laid back camp was one of them um mm-hmm. Why well, can't think of the name of the one where the girls were like the high school assassins? I just... That one I don't remember. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I had it I was because th- I was thinking about it and I remember the name when I was thinking about it then, but now I can't remember. Yeah, Bochi the was Rock really... was real good. Bochi with the Rock. Yeah, there seems to be where it's like you're watching this and you're like, okay, this needs to be in the running for anime of the year. Yeah. And so for me this season, Oshinoko potential anime of the year candidate i've only watched three episodes and the first episode danny you did tell me it is an hour 22 minutes it's like a fucking movie that what's well, three episodes it's three episodes in one which yeah. makes it a 13 episode anime if you can binge a 13 episode anime no i it has much more like stops it it's nice i could take a quick break <laughs> that's what the pause button's for <laughs> no i haven't finished it but man, the first, like, it was like, okay, so this is kind of going on. I kind of knew where it was going. And then it's like, okay, so it happened. And then it's just like fucking blindsided at the end of the first episode. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. I was like, the fuck? And I'm like, okay, so this is really what the anime is going to be about then. I was like, okay. Like, And now, like, now that I've watched the first three episodes and I've seen plenty of jokes about it, I'm like, okay, I see where this is going to go at some point. But I was like, let's get there. (laughs) The the memes and jokes make it far worse than it is in the show. Like, it's probably not as bad. It's not nearly it's like not even really brought up in the show. Really? Yeah. The way it is. It's like people are fucking like, you know, fanshipping more than the anime ever did. Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, there's there's parts where the sister gets up, like him, like having like interest in a girl. The sister gets upset. Yeah. Which I don't know why, but the sister gets upset, and it's like, I think that's the ex- and that's the extent of it. And so that's where they get the memes of all all like the incest memes. Yeah. But so basically, like the first season is him doing different acting jobs and between doing to try to get closer to the source like basically like he ends up getting borderline blackmailed into like starring in this tv show to get information about you know the pop singer i which nobody knows is his mom except for you know like the people that run the talent agency that they're working with yep and those you know those are the only ones so and they're like well rumor was that she had a kid but no one know no one has confirmed that for sure or knows anything about the kid as he's you know talking to one of the kids yes <laughs> um so it definitely leaves off on like a there's going to be a second season if not more note gotcha so it's not the mystery's not solved not even close oh yeah there's definitely more to it if they better like the not last... cut it cuz i would be so annoyed right because the last episode ends with the sister getting her idol group together. Nice. Oh wow, that took a long time. I thought that would happen sooner. Um, because well, they get the second girl pretty quick, who was like this child star that he worked with in a movie when you know they were both the same age, and they end up going to a, like an, the art school together 
and then the third one he gets out of the, this reality love TV show that he uh, um, was basically blackmailed to star in. <laughs> um, and there's some really like drop the mic type moments where he's like, you know, shows his like cunningness and his skill, like not necessarily as an actor, but like able to see the broader picture of things. Yeah. Um, like, um, but you know, watching this anime, I realize there's one trend in anime that I do not like, and it like almost like took me out of this show. Yes. And that's how much I dislike it. Is the fucking cat upper lip that they draw on some of the girls <laughs> but they don't really have a defined upper lip yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah it's like yeah like the cat ears pop out and shit no no not even the cat ears they just have like the mouth oh <laughs> like it's like because like the normal mouth has like a little bit of a like a downward divot but it's like yeah. there's like like more like up like it yeah. goes like weird like a cat's but then you know, I seen I saw it recently again, where um, someone's like, "Why do all anime girls look like they're drawn to be Western girls?" And someone's like, "No, no, they're not drawn to be Western or Asian. They're drawn to be cats." And if you look at like the profile of an anime girl and the profile of a cat, anime girls are cats. <laughs> and the guy's like, "So if you're uh, you know, talking about your waifu and have crushes on anime girls, um, you're possibly a furry." <laughs> Uh, that's too funny. Yeah. What's so what do you rate this anime at so far? So far, um, probably like a nine out of ten. Mm -hmm. Like if the pacing is a little slow, but intentionally done so because, you know, what basically what if he finds out who the you know his dad is, then that's the end of the show. And so yeah, you know, it's true. kind of showing like this because even like the theme song, which fuck. Um, high dive, dude. I tried to watch this show so many times, and I'd get like halfway through an episode, and it would pop up, maintenance, maintenance underway. <laughs> you said that yesterday, and then you said that last week. Yeah. Why are you always doing maintenance when I'm watching? The worst. Or what the fuck is wrong server. with this app? Yeah, the worst app ever. <laughs> and you you can't rewind on the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, because you get like the little fucking thinking wheel of death. <laughs> so then you have to finish the ad episode on your phone and then go on to the next episode. That's annoying. Um but but yeah, the um oh but I was gonna say that, um that's why my point was that um sometimes the the subtitles for the theme song would show up in Japanese and sometimes in English. Oh, yeah, that happens. And so if when it would pop up in English you get and because I had read somebody talking about it, but I couldn't figure it out because it was always in Japanese and then uh, um, when it popped up in English, and I was able to read it, it's basically attacking the pop the pop idol like culture and the scene around it. Because uh, it's like you know, like there's a part where in the thing where it's like the inner, you know, her being interviewed, and it's like, what have you had to eat today? Um, what are your favorite books? Where do you like to hang out? Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, and then the next part is her answering, and it's like, um, I haven't eaten at all today. Um, that's a secret, and um, you know, I can't tell. You know, I can't give up all my secrets. You know, I can't tell everybody what you know, all everything, kind of a thing. <laughs> and so, like, it kind of goes on, and it's like does that again, where it asks more questions and being more, of, and it talks about how you know, as much as we love the idols and how great they are, they're super evasive and secretive, and that's the reason why we love them. And you know, 
the game of it all. And so that's kind of like the show was basically the overview plot of the show is like the CD underbelly of child of um, the entertainment industry, especially, you know, around the idol scene. Yeah. Not quite as, not quite as brutal as maid wars, maid wars. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good show, but yeah, that, that first episode is basically three episodes in one. So you got like episode one, two, and three of a 13 episode season. Boom. Exactly. You just have to make sure you have enough time to finish it. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what Shinoko on High Dive. Woo woo. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it for today's show. Thanks for sticking around for another fantastic episode. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher untapped facebook instagram all those magical places Woo! all right everybody until next time Later.